Do you remember that saying, first comes love, then comes marriage? Did we rush it? I mean, that's up for discussion. (laughs) (laughs) Black women, I just want to let y'all know, y'all fine as hell with your chocolate ass. I mean, hey, I'm just saying, fine as mother. Are you mad? Where you going? God dang! Oh, hell no. Get together. What's up with it? Hey guys, this is Meg and Jeanette, but you can call me Meg. And this your boy Greg. What's happening? And welcome <laughs> back to Get It Together. Yes, if yes, this yes. is your very first time joining us, then welcome. We are two millennial married couples serving you relationship advice, marriage advice, and giving you all the things that you want to say to your partner, but won't. So we say it for you. It like that was a struggle to get through at first. It was, because it's been a while since we've been here. We have been gone for a minute. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But we're back. So how are you feeling? I feel good. Uh, I feel... Like, I don't know. I feel tired, not tired, uh, excited, but also like drained. Yeah. Being and tired has been the um, anthem I, for the summer. Right. And I feel like a hustle. Like, I, like I, I have like this hustle, like mentality right now. So, yeah. I feel like. Right. I feel that. <laughs> Got you. Yeah. How about you? For me, I feel refreshed. <laughs> the total opposite of what you feel. Uh, yes, yeah. just got back from vacation, <laughs> and uh, I think that we dealt with a lot over these past couple of months, just yeah. individually as a couple, and uh, I mean, we're going to dive into that, but I think that I'm at the point that I'm coming over the hill, and I'm not still in the valley, so, so yeah. That was real poetic. Thank you. <laughs> How, so the thing, you know, we always do grading ourselves as far as like how we've been doing as far as a married couple and just in this relationship each month based on the A, B, C, D, F level. So how do you feel like this past month? And let's just say, because it's been like three months, let's say overall these past three months, what grade would you give yourself as a husband to me? I would give myself, I'd say a B plus. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to give myself an overall A because there are times okay. that I have done the best I can. There are times where I can say that I have been uh, romantic and I've been hustle. I've been like the caveman going out there getting the, you know, whatever, the protein for the day for the family. I've, I've felt like that. But then yeah. there are times where I'm like, I could try harder. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you first met me, I had that lazy aspect about myself. And I feel like between leaving a job and starting a new job and then starting this whole dream journey that I've been going, uh, chasing acting, I could be better. Mm-hmm. And I felt that you have been hustling for me. You've been pushing me, motivating me. And there are times where I'm just like, eh. So I could be better. So okay. I give myself B plus. Okay. Got it. Makes sense. All right. What about you? What would you grade yourself? How would you how would you say you've been over these past couple months? As a wife, I think that I've been trying very hard <laughs> to live up to some sort of ideal that I think that of being a wife was. <laughs> so I'm gonna give myself a B. What? Not a B plus? Because I think I've been average. I think that you. I think that you have a very like confident. <laughs> like, 
selfie as far as like your husband. Okay, I <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> but I just say for me, you know, I'm always very critical, which is something I've been working on. But I just okay. think that I say that I've been a B because I realize that I'm very selfish. I am overly independent at lots of times. And we've mm. talked about this. And like, and like I said, like I'm growing and I'm realizing that I have to transition into this new stage of life. And it's kind of hard to to break down those things that I've been doing like all of my life on my own. I can do it myself and like really trying to get past that mindset. So that's why I say like I feel like this past you know, these past few months, I think that's just been average as how I've been as a wife towards you. But and I say that because I know there's always room to grow and it's always going to be changes you happening. You're dropping so. gems today. I mean, I'm sitting here like, so no, ready. I, I like how we both were honest, though. We didn't just come in. I'm an A plus. Cause I'm, yeah, because I mean, like, it's real. Like, ish. I mean, <laughs> you guys will know things have been have been hard. I mean, yeah. And we're going to go, we're going to talk all through that. But it it truly has just been interesting. Any couple that's like sitting there telling you that they're like an A plus across the board, even just for a week, mm -hmm. come on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can be, but at the same time, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. And there's like, always room to improve. There's room to grow. There's room to improve. There's there's something that the other the other better half won't tell you that you did wrong. They'll just say, you know, it's fine. It's yeah. Fine. So yeah, no, we have our trials and tribulations, mm -hmm. and we both discuss them like on and off, on and off, and we always talk about it. But we one thing I love about us is we get through it. So yeah, that's the exactly. Big point. <laughs> yeah. So welcome you all to getting through it. Yes. So <laughs> this is not something to just sit up here and tell y'all life is good in a marriage. This is we are telling y'all life is good in a marriage, but there are days. <laughs> there <That's>, are sometimes. <laughs> there are. So let's get into the taboo topic of the day. Okay. So uh, let's just dial it back. So I feel like you know we're on a new platform now. Yes. Um. Yes, we're now catering to our YouTube audience because y'all have been great. And uh, I just think we need to, like, reintroduce ourselves to everyone. You know, we had our first episode three years ago, Swipe Right Into My Blessing. Right. And uh, that was good. That gave, like, the very detailed story. But I think that it'll be good to kind of lay out our foundation of where, how we started. Right. And really, like, getting up to, like, where we're at now. You know? Right. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, okay, I want you to tell it. So how do we meet? How do we meet or how do we meet? Meet. So you you know, I have an accent. <laughs> how do we meet? <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was like Southern was and like, Australian. Yeah. I was like, where did that come from? Texas and Louisiana mix. <laughs> no, so, uh, I mean, I'm going to keep it short and simple. We both didn't want to be on Tinder. We, I had a friend that pushed me to get on Tinder. I had been in a relationship, been out of a relationship for like months and was focused on myself she was in school, and I think you had a family member, uh, your uh, aunt, or is that on Tinder? Who no, no, who told you to get on Tinder? It was no, my friend, your friend. Oh, yeah. oh no, it was it was something about your aunt that something about your aunt with Tinder. In like the three months before, my aunt oh, told me on Tinder that's and right, didn't that's work right. Out. I was there for a day. Oh, okay, 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 that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's then why I, I you were my that. second time. On yeah, Tinder. yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> we both met uh, on Tinder, being forced because I guess. You were like, eh, I don't really want to be in a relationship. And I was like, eh. <laughs> we were like, we don't want to be around people for a while. Yeah. No, but then, I hated people. Yeah. I, I, and 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Not you. Though. <laughs> the others. So um, we both came together, got on t- uh, on Tinder. You saw that. You said you saw that I was like a nice looking gentleman that no, has no, a no, professional. No. You know, you said, oh, no, no. No, you I said didn't. The, no. Wait, 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 wait. I remember now. You said it was the shoulders. One picture yes. was my shoulders. Yes, and I was glistening. Yes. You were at, it was a gym photo. That was just a great picture. You had, your shoulders were broad. I was, you were glistening. It's like you had baby oil on. <laughs> you had on this cutoff shirt. It was with the red writing. It was like oh property of. It was one of those Walmart cutoff shirts. Yes. I remember it specifically, and this was almost five years ago now. Yeah, that was definitely not that. That was a, my high school shirt that I just forgot to get rid of. Remember that, was, that high school shirt that I, I, yes. I took me a long time to throw away? Yes. I think you threw it away. I did. <laughs> That's what a wife does when she gets in your life. Oh, my throws God. Away that was like my favorite workout shirt. Underwear with holes, the um, t-shirts with holes, and all that stuff. I said Madison I High School Pride. And but yes, like, that's oh. what it was. And I said, oh, he's cute. Let me swipe right on this guy. But you also said that you saw that I had like my, my, my fire cadet yes. uniform on. Yeah, I saw like your graduation. Yeah. Yes. So you're like, oh my God. There mm-hmm. it is right there. Yep. Yeah. Man, I was just like, she got a big booty. Wow. Oh, that's so simple. I definitely (laughs) was just like, wow, she has natural hair. She's very pretty. Oh, she's a she's a med student. I was nervous. Yeah, you were like, you were like, yeah. It's just another day. He's a nice looking guy. I was like, she gonna eat me alive on this day. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not getting the second one. Fast forward, because all the details from that is that. Then, so we both swipe right, we ended up meeting each other, right. and there was definitely a struggle with that, trying to meet, because I was just so focused on yeah, school. Yeah, it was a schedule. But we eventually, you know, got it around, and had our first date, where we talked in that restaurant for like, what, 10 hours? We no, cl- it was eight, it was like so five we, to eight hours. So we closed the restaurant. So it was, I think we met at six, five yeah. or six o'clock? It was five. It was, it was five. 11.30, and they closed at 11. They were... We were the last. We didn't even know we were the last ones in there. We yeah. really thought the people that were walking around were other customers. It was the people that were that was cleaning the restaurant, and it was so bad. Like they didn't want to tell us. <laughs> yeah. And you just, I saw the one guy who was the busboy. He was just kind of staring, and I was like, "Oh, I think this restaurant closed." Yes, facts. <laughs> they literally had to unlock the door to let us. True. Out. <laughs> and then from that moment, we were just like, "Okay, I, I literally left that." date saying wow like i think i just met my husband right. and then immediately in my mind i said no bitch that's weird Sorry, <laughs> but that's literally what i said driving home i said that's weird don't think that because why are you doing you just met this stranger off tinder i walked away like oh yeah i'm gonna marry that one <laughs> so, yes. yeah yeah what's your ring size yeah. What's your pinky ring size? Fam? The hopeless romantic. <laughs> but yeah, so then, so let's say, so we then after that we were together and stuff. Like, what do you feel like your mindset really was like at that age? Because I was, we were twenty four going on twenty five. So twenty four, twenty five. I always saw that as like my kind of party age, but kind of serious age. Because you know, you get out of you went to college all four years. I I didn't. I mm-hmm. left college after my first uh, first and a half year, and. I, of course, was in my 19, 20-year-old um, age where I was like, oh, you know, I don't know. And then plus, I was getting out of a bad relationship, so I was, like, depressed. Yeah. I wasn't in school. I wasn't playing football no more. I was going from job to job, not, like, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So by the time you get to, like, 22, 23, you kind of like, all right, I got a, I have, I had an okay job. I was working at the hospital. Mm-hmm. The decent good money, enough to, like, make a good living until you figure out what you really want to do. But I saw 24, 25 as like that age where it's like, get serious, but also like have fun, go out, 
meet people. Yeah. Yeah. And I as saw, far as it comes to dating. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, and I was doing that, but at the same time, I have, I'm a hopeless romantic. I don't think there's a lot of like guys in this lifetime anymore that can say, I look for love. You know, I saw my dad love my love on my mom all my life. So it's like, yeah. I looked for love. That was something yeah. I wanted. Even though like I still was out there kind of trying to be a bachelor. You can, like my friends would say, you can tell you don't. This night. It didn't you. fit you. It trying to like, be the player just you, didn't fit you. It didn't fit. Like it was it was cool. I played it all pretty good sometimes, yeah. but it was like, why are you here? That's because you're an actor. You That's should why be, you're gonna play it all. <laughs> like, you be, it's eleven thirty. You should be in bed right now, Greg. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you're right. Exactly. So why are we running these streets? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think for me during that time period, like I was so focused on finishing physical therapy school and like, I was just yeah. like, I don't have time to date even though I wanted to date because I was being drawn towards you right and I think that I was at the point that I always say I was in I think I dated all the bachelors in Houston and like from all the way down from the engineer to the doctor to whatever help who works at Home Depot. yes and I was just like <laughs> these people are boring <laughs> and like, who are you and I was just done I said I'm just not gonna date anymore I'm going to finish school and buy my condo in Dallas and live my best life and that was it she was so she you really were supposed to be the rich auntie yeah you were supposed to be the rich auntie not, with no yeah. kids yeah no, so you're not married your siblings nope. are supposed to have the kids and you were supposed to be the rich yeah auntie. that was wow. gonna be me the tables have turned yes they are they, they truly have because now i'm the one who's gonna be like the child bearer in the family and, they, and like like your siblings are like oh yeah like let me see my niece and nephew bring them yes. over here <laughs> so i guess like during that time period was there like a time that you felt like things with me got rocky because like i said i was so so focused on megan mm. getting her stuff done do you because looking back now i can see it's, i just there's all these like th streams of selfishness within me so like are you talking about like before we actually got together or are you talking no about, no, like, no. Just i'm talking about now it's like i think it was probably like september of that year that we kind of really decided that we're like together and september of that year whenever you decided to i mean ghost me oh the uh the short-term ghost yes ghost very like, short-term ghost you for like two days yeah um so yeah that's what i was talking about so i i saw that you were busy i respected your hustle with your school i knew it was never like you're lying i i could never say oh she lying she over there she just lying mm -hmm. i knew like you yeah. were really hitting the books like i seen it firsthand you had when i i think i came to your apartment one time mm -hmm. and it was books and paper Everywhere. everywhere and it was like you had like you had like the food you were supposed to cook just still out because you were like i studied forgot it was there type of stuff yeah. i knew you were like really hustling you know so at a time i was like i'll give it to her it's fine but then like you know weeks go by months kind of go by and you're just kind of like Not all right can i get at least oh uh, like you I, we had like two dates yeah. two real dates and then that one day where it was kind of like a date but we just like hung out mm -hmm. like because I, I went you were about to go on a mission trip or something yeah and i just went with you to like get supplies like that wasn't really a date you were just showing me galveston which i knew what galveston looked like it was like you yeah. were giving me a tour of galveston <laughs> But in my mind, that that was a day that I felt like I really got close. To, yeah, I didn't. Though we feel weren't that. doing anything, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, she really sees me as a friend. I'm bestie." I did. That's what I, well, I well, not bestie as in I can see this growing. I saw it as, "Oh, you see me as a bestie." Like, yeah, this ain't going nowhere. Family. So is that why you felt like you were just you had to ghost me because you had to reevaluate? Like, why did you do that? It, in my mind, it was like months because as a guy, and to be truthful. 
even when we like somebody, before we give them our all, there are still, we still have the women that we do talk to, the options or whatever you want to call it in a, in a non-disrespectful way. There was still people that actually would hit me up like, hey, haven't heard from you. Hey, what's up? Hey, like. Women. Yeah, this, these women, they're like, were actually, I was talking to, nothing serious was going on, but at the same time, they were both like, they're all like, where you at though? Yeah. Like. But you weren't like having like intercourse mm, or sex. This was like people. me. You were with, like still just. I was trying on to get me. to you. Yes. And then when I saw like I am in my mind, it went from human to robotic. I'm wasting my time. Yeah. Like let me just I let me think... just drop her. I, I in my mind, let me tell you that day that I made the decision, I was like, I feel like if I don't hit her up, she won't even notice. That's what mm. I thought. So you were like testing me. I was really just trying to figure out like she won't. And then you you actually like texted me. Like, hey, I did. What's up? Okay, because sidebar. Because remember, whenever before you ghosted me in that week, mm-hmm. and I think this is just such a pivotal point in our relationship because I think that it really like defined us as a couple as far as the energy that we're taking between each other. Like who's who's giving energy and like who's focusing on one another. Because that week was the week that I decided, okay, I like really like this dude and I want him to know that. So I was planning to recreate our first date. So our first date, remember, was when you took me to a picnic on Hippie Hill in Houston. Oh, and I was going to recreate the picnic inside of my apartment at that time because it was cold. She was trying to say her name. Yes, I was. <laughs> and so you were supposed to come to my house that Friday night and I was going to have everything set up. But mm. I texted you, you never replied. And so then Saturday morning rolls around. I always go to coffee shop to study. And you never replied. I'm like, is he ghost me? And I called my best friend. I was like, I think he's ghost me. Like, what? I was, girl, I was so mad. And she said, Well, Megan, you've kind of been dragging him along this whole time. So what do you expect? I'm like that little that like kid, that kid with the teddy bear. I'm the teddy bear. You just dragging. Yes. Oh yeah, that's really it. And like, so, and I was so mad because I said I really just got to the point that I'm ready, and now it's like he's gone. So then that Sunday is whenever you sent me, I woke up and I guess you were a long text message about how you really felt and about how you're putting in all this work and you weren't really getting time of day. And and I think that that really opened up the, opened up our relationship to where like we feel like we were comfortable with saying what was on our mind. Yeah, because I honestly felt like before that we were always talking. You were very truthful about everything and I was very truthful. We both, I think that's why we really liked each other because like, you are very honest, and I think in a way you were like, okay, I'm honest, but I don't know how he is. And I came out, I was like, yeah, I uh, I farted over here. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, he's very open. He's very honest. Very honest people. <laughs> so it was like we were so used to that. So at that time, I was like, I ain't about to ghost her. I'm going to say what's on my mind. And I thought I was like really doing something, but at the same time, you're like, okay, I like did a lot of stuff for you. Yeah. And yeah, you didn't even reply. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, my bad. So yeah, I think, I really think that's what the turning point was. And yeah. then that's when we're like, okay, we are an item, we're dating, we're a couple, and like, let's really do this. Let's do something. So when it really came to now we're fast forward and we're together, it's now, let's say, like the next year, and we're seriously like dating, courting each other. What do you feel like um, was your plan with me at that point in time? I feel like you ask me all the questions. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. You good? No, it, I, does, it, I it mean, sounds better when it comes from you. It, it'll sound chopped and screwed if it came from came from me. <laughs> I mean, I can talk. I mean, for me, Do when it, it was far as like the game plan with dating you, I knew that if I really was serious about this guy, like I knew, I'm if I'm with him and this is going to be a thing that 
he needs to become my husband. Because like I said, from day one, I felt that. Mm -hmm. So whenever it was decided after the ghosting happened and we were really like an item, I knew that. So I need to figure out if I'm actually able to work together with him. And can we actually be teammates in life? So I had a plan in my mind as far as what I wanted to be like. It was, and it was the best thing because you really were very, <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it now, but you were very, I guess, agreeable when it came to deciding to only see each other in the weekends. And oh, like yeah, I was, Like during the week, like I was focused easy. on school and I said, okay, if I get all my schoolwork done and I study till midnight every single night where I don't have to stay on the weekend, that then I'll focus on you on the weekends. That was stuff. easy. That was, that was not hard at all because the fact is, sidebar with that, you were in Galveston away from your family. Oh you know? yeah. I was so that's myself. the thing. It didn't, it, it didn't, it was a no brainer because at the time, I had money saved up. I was going to get a place because uh, I was living with my parents because I was like, well, I, I went to the fire academy the first time and I failed my exam and I couldn't pass EMT school. So then I was like, well, let me go back to the hospital, uh, work, you know, all the way through, you know, mm -hmm. see what I want to do. So when I started dating you and it was like, hey, you know, you how about this? You come Friday through Sunday and, you know, I come down there with you uh, on Sundays to go to church with you. I was like. Yeah, a weekend away from my peeps. Yes, because my peep, my family is a very church-oriented family, and I could tell when you have like a grown man son in a way. It was a lot of people always be like <laughs> grown man son, a grown man son. Because <laughs> I, I was a grown man, but I was <laughs> you're still the baby of all. <laughs> so we have a grown, <laughs> you have a grown man son that is like in your house eating your food. I I could tell that was irritation on both sides. Yes, ladies, hold on. That's he lived with his parents while we were dating. Okay. No, no, I, I no, no, no. I was saying okay today, to them. You know, I was saying okay yeah, to them. Yeah. I know. I mean, I find, but it's like women today. Grant, okay, we were still like twenty five. So. It's like, oh yeah, no. I I know some people now, now that live with later. their they live with their parents but and they're thriving. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And because I think that with the culture of today, that is a huge like issue. It is to an extent, and but I think I don't want to. I don't want to downplay like it's not an issue. It's kind of like, what is the game plan for That's, why you were there? That is the thing. That is the thing that you have to like pinpoint the most whenever you talk about Because it always comes back to grown men. They, they, as much yeah, as they'll say. women get great. Yeah, yeah, yeah I they, have friends that are my age that still live with their parents. They're paying off their debt. And like, okay, but that's but that's still a game plan. You like, know, my sister ended up like moving back in with my aunt and my grandma so she could save up to buy a house. That's a game plan. Yeah. But she, even if she didn't have a plan, she still gets grace. As me being a boy, a man, they would look at me like, well, what you doing? What you doing? Because all my people, all my friends would be like, it's okay, you live with your parents. That's fine. That's not a problem. I, I don't know if they're being nice or if they really were saying, no, like, save your money since you live with your parents. But I had a plan. It was to be a fireman, and it was to be a fireman so I can do my acting. That was the whole plan. That was the, the pinpoint of it. If yeah. you just say, I live with my parents, and you work in that Home Depot, mm -hmm. and that's just it. I mean, <laughs> and that's and, what I want to do. And then you're 25, 26, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Then, that, then I'm like, okay, then let's like, look at your little sideways. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. You don't happening. want like an $800 And apartment? I understand that. <laughs> yeah. So I understand that. But I'm just saying, I just think that we need to make it like clear to, especially like a lot of women that I talk to and they talk about this and it's just like such a big deal. I'm like, okay, but what, what is beyond that? Like, Good. why is this person there? And like, what are they trying to do? Are they trying to move forward? Is there a right. plan? If there's not, then okay, flee. If there is, see if that's something that can work into your plan as well. Cause I can say is like, 
you know, being a grown man that lived in my parents' house, it did. <laughs> say it with your chest. Being a grown man lived in your parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> I can say the crazy part is because I had friends that like moved out when they were 18 uh-huh. and, and 17. And they said, yeah. And then when they're like, they're my age and they say, I should have stayed. Yeah, I should have stayed. I, I should have stayed my butt at home, Greg. <laughs> but there are like an aspect of us that we do like live with our parents at a certain age. And there's a, there's that that thing of like that lazy boy, the lazy man laying on my couch. Yeah. That's that thing. That was not that in my parents' house. Yeah. I lived in a very church-oriented family. I live like my, my dad's the head minister, my mom's the associate minister. I'm the choir director. From going to work, I was in Bible study, Sunday school. <laughs> like and these church. are not these are not things that are like they're like forcing me to do. I'm like I don't want to be that lazy son that lives just sits around unless I'm like really like having an off day. Like yeah. all right, today's a day to rest. When there was nothing to do, I like hey y'all need me to do something. Like I would go to my grandma's house, like make sure like they don't need nothing done over there. I would go work out, go to the gym. Uh, I would you know go to choir rehearsal on Wednesdays. I would help my dad on Saturdays, which I was like, every Saturday, yeah. why do you need help at the church? Every Saturday, what is going on at the church every yes. Saturday? So yeah, that, you know, and I, you know, I know we, we don't want to hamper on that long, but that is a thing. Like make it normal that it's okay to be with your parents for a little while longer while you're trying to get your life together. As long as when you're trying to get your life together, yeah. you're actually actively get, trying to get your life together, not sitting on a couch like Lawrence off insecure. I have a plan. <laughs> I have a plan. It it may not come right now, but I have a plan. No, yeah. actively get up and do something to make that plan happen. Yeah, no, that's facts. And yeah. so, so yeah, so I mean that that made sense. And then finally, you moved out. Yeah, I mean, I, w- hold on, I wanted to go to the military. Nobody, nobody. I was like, y'all want me out the house? Fine, I'll go to the military. They was like, no. It's like, what do you want me to do then? I don't know. Just sit there. <laughs> Oh my gosh, but but yeah, so finally moved out um and I asked this one to move in with me. I said, yes. "Hey, <laughs> let's live together." I'm the I I think I missed one weekend when you were studying for finals. Either it was finals or it was your, it was your um I forgot what exam you had. It was only two instances where I couldn't come see you on the weekends. Like I would always be at your at your crib. Every, Are you talking about when you moved out? What are you when talking? I, No, 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 before I moved, out, I was just saying like like we were, I was there every weekend. Football, we'd watch football together. College football is our thing. We'd like do all these things. So then, when I finally decided, all right, I'm moving out. I'm getting my place. I said, I'm with you every weekend. You might as well just come live with me. Yeah. And then you're you're done, basically done with the the physical part of school. You're getting ready to start working. I guess studying in the yeah, hospital. Yeah, I was in my clinicals. Yeah. Yeah. So and I was like, in Houston. Yeah, I was like, come live with me. I mean, I I'm trying to get an apartment right by the medical center by my job. Yeah. And it's that's more it was convenient. Very convenient. It was like how, it took you like what 15 minutes to get to work without traffic. Not even my first problem. clinical. I could have walked to work. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was, yeah. Dumb easy. So, and then, and this, when we moved in together, was during COVID, when COVID started. Mm. So, what do you feel like the impact of that really was as far as living together during COVID for the first time and then getting to the point where we, I don't know, I don't know, like the impact of that. This is, you got to be a soldier, man, because you got to think about it. For you, it's easy. You lived on, you lived by yourself, and you lived in a, a city that you had no like knowledge about. Galveston, I mean, it's, it's not bad, bad, but you live in a city yeah. you have no knowledge about by yourself. Oh, excuse me. I am so sorry. Uh, you have like 
co you have like classmates. Oh my gosh. You have classmates that are like living together. Like they're rooming together, three, four of them in a in a house, renting a house, and you live by yourself. I had never lived, I think in college and like the one time before I went to the academy, I had enough to go get an apartment before the academy. I almost did it, but then my dad was like, you ain't gonna be able to do all that, fam. You might as well just stay home. It's we know you're doing something important. You get a you get a pass. Yeah. I never lived on my own like that. Never. So the impact was I thought it was gonna be great. This is like Saturdays, three days out the week. I didn't realize <laughs> Saturdays with my girlfriend. <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday with my girlfriend. I did not realize that, oh, you gotta do this for seven days now. <laughs> And then it, but it was gonna be perfect because you weren't gonna. There's gonna be times you weren't gonna be home. It was gonna be times I wasn't gonna be home. So there's gonna be times of downtime where we both were just like, okay, I can kind of relax, let back a little bit. You know, when they come home, I'll be happy to see them. COVID hit, yeah. And then and then you were on a trip. That pandemic. That you were in a trip on that trip uh, in Mexico. Yeah. And COVID hit. Right when I'm, I had just moved all the furniture in. I think the only thing I needed to get was your couch to, because yeah. you told me don't buy another couch. And I don't know where COVID hit. You came back from your trip short. You, first of all, you came back from your trip short. You had COVID. I did. I I brought COVID. You brought COVID, and I I never got COVID. The like she had COVID. I was touching her, kissing her, and I never got COVID. I was like, yeah, oh. you're one of those weird. People. I was like, ain't asymptomatic. I, I just have a great immune system. Yeah, <laughs> unless it's that pollen in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but. It was the fact that you came home, you were sick, and then you were not like it just knocked all your school plans out. Now, now y'all gotta do everything virtual. So now, yeah, I had, at first the first week or two, I was oh, I, my wife, well, at my girlfriend now is home. She's like open arms, like come here. Oh, I I made food. Oh, this is now. I'm like yes, this is great. Then it was like a point where it's like, oh my god, you're home, and I'm like. Yeah. Oh, you're still here. I mean, because at that time that you were still work, you were still working all throughout the pandemic. Yeah, I was. I was hospital, working every day. But I wasn't, so I was at home just sitting there all day, just watching TV. And so when I came, when you came home, I think I never got to the point that realizing he's been working all day, and I've just sat here. So when he comes home, he probably does not want to talk to me. <laughs> But my my son, I'm like, oh, I've been here, I've been quiet all day, and like he's here. <laughs> now we can now we can talk and we can talk about everything. Yes, literally, and that's what and I would just like pounce on you, you know what like I'm a thinking? crazy person, not even but but the thing about it for you, which shows your personality, you never say anything. You never said, Hey, can I just have 30 minutes for you to just shut up? But, and I think that things would have been better. Before I address before I address that, it's just funny how you said I've been sitting here crying. It's like he's it's like you sitting in the middle of the couch with your arms like this for like like, dog, like 12 I was, hours. I was staring into space. And then when I walked through the door, ah! I'm like, what Bro, have you been doing that for That literally was me. I remember that was me. <laughs> like waiting for you to come home. Oh like, my god. Puppy. No, I mean for <laughs> I, Cause I was also like I'm a very I'm a nice person. Yes, I'm one of those people. To a fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you will I, be uncomfortable for other people. Mm -hmm. And I, I definitely just I was like, I don't want to ruin this. This is a good thing, but it's okay. I'll let you just jump on me after I've like moved like 16 beds with like four of them being like 600 pound patients. <laughs> It's okay. I'm fine. This is fine. I was yeah. like, this is. I was like that that meme with the dog in the fire. Oh, this is not bad. Yeah, like it's all right. I don't care. And then like a month went by, and it was to the fact where I was just like, <laughs> Yeah, you're over me. Please, 
because you were still happy. I was like, why are you so happy? I don't get it. Happy. It's a pandemic going on outside. People are getting sick. I am working in a hospital where people are getting sick. I'm like in a house TikToking. I remember the worst thing was, <laughs> I remember funny. this day, I walked through the door. I don't know what it was that was about to set me off. I was like, I feel like I'm about to like blow up out of nowhere. I walked through the door and you don't like shoes on the carpet. Mm-hmm. I walked, first of all, I'm in the hospital with a pandemic going on with COVID. I walked the door. And I took a step on the carpet. And I just remember, you said, oh, babe, shoes. I said, this is what I wanted to do. I just wanted to do. I was, I don't know where it came from. I was like, oh, I think this is like two months. <laughs> yeah. Built up, just Literally. like walking on the carpet with shoes on. Yeah. So, yeah, it was very difficult because you do need that personal time. As guys, fellas, ladies, women. You're going to like need personal time to yourselves. That that is, I don't care who you are, I don't care who you with. You can yeah, be lovey dovey all you want. You're gonna need personal time. And I remember there was that time when I was not coming home. Yeah. And you were calling, like, what are you doing? Not you got some in the streets though. Yeah. That weird. I was yeah, it did sound weird. <laughs> like, no. I was not coming home, but I was driving. And she's drive. like, she's like, where are you doing? I'm driving. It's like, where are you driving to? I'm just driving. Greg would drive. I would drive. Like, after work for probably, it would be like 20 minutes. And you know me, so Megan's mindset, I'm sitting, I'm I'm clocking you like a crazy person. Like, okay, he got off work at this time, and, like, the hospital's only, like, 10 minutes away. So why is it now 30 minutes he's not home? And then I would, like, call. But the thing is, you never told me what you were doing. I'm like, I'm on my way. So that's just, like, <laughs> it's just really during that time, I think we grew. And I feel like it helps us now because we know after work, we just need a second to just yeah. Chill oh, well, and now relax. it's it's better. I don't I don't do that because first of all, I, my job is not far, like twenty five minutes away. And your job is like forty. Yeah. Minutes away. So it's like so you have the community. I have that time to be like, okay, when I walk in, yeah. I'm gonna say hey to my wife. I'm gonna love my wife. It's not like where my job is like literally down the sh- like walking distance. It takes it took me ten minutes to get to Herman. Yeah. It took ten just minutes. In a medical center. Yeah. So it was like <laughs> I did not want it driving. It took like three minutes. I didn't. I didn't want to just rush home to see. Yeah. No <laughs> facts. So I mean, it's just I just really feel like well for people that still have like don't have that opportunity to really have that downtime afterwards when like whenever you come home I think that it's important to really just tell your person, your partner, like, okay, I just, I'm just going to need like 10 to 20 minutes more, to be quiet. I mean, I'm going to even, I'm definitely going to do this with my kids though. Well, our kids, because we're having them together. But like, I hope, are we? Okay. Okay. I ain't going to lie. When I have my kids, we're going to be, we're just going to be soldiers. We're going to see you walk through the house. Ah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to say, no, mom uh, needs. I get, I get three months to do that. I need 15 minutes. For you just silence. I get, I get they, three they're months. They're going to know the clock. When that timer hits, they can start talking. But no, I need the 15 minutes. I get three months to do it because of the pandemic. Three months to do what? Like run at you when you walk through the door like you did me. Whatever. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, so I, I just like that. Like that part of our story is just like very, very pivotal. Because I think there's like impact. It helped, it helped us, us so much. Because to get to... to Stay together during a pandemic when lots of marriages broke up. Yes. Like the divorce rate skyrocketed. Everyone loves to talk about that. Um, and like how we grew together during that. It's just that I think that now with us being married, it just really makes us stronger because like we know when we need that pause for that stop in time. Mm-hmm. You know? So so yeah, so I mean like, you know, the first comes love, then comes marriage. And and outside uh, <laughs> Don't There's finish. no baby. I was to don't finish that. Sidebar also, <laughs> she had my location. Just want to add so people won't realize, well, what you really think he was doing? She really was like, she literally yeah. could look at the phone and say, why is he driving in a circle? 
And I really was like literally driving around NRG Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to go home. I don't want to go home. <laughs> no. But I got over it because I was like, I need to be more appreciative. There's a woman at home when the house is clean that has food ready for me. What am I tripping for? This is what I actually wanted. But I guess it was because I just didn't have that that chance to be alone. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, but this is what you wanted. You can sacrifice that. It's okay. I don't care about that. Yeah. But I say that because now there are times where I'm like, hey, babe, I just need like a few minutes. Yeah, you're in the middle. And I'm literally like sitting in the living room, like, peace. I'm either like playing video games. <laughs> Facts. So, I mean, do you feel like... Honestly, that we like rushed everything because then uh, through that time, COVID happened and then uh, a year goes by, you propose to me and then we get married. So mm-hmm. how do you feel? Do you feel like our timeline was rushed? Man, I see people that, that literally get engaged after like six months. Yeah. That's and I, that's that's actually re- that's actually very normal. It's yeah. like. More than you think it is. People just think, oh, that's just a one in a lifetime occurrence. I actually know people who are married now that got yeah. that got engaged after five, six months. No, we we dated for two years. We saw like, hey, I'm literally at your apartment every month. Just move in with me, and you'll be closer to your work slash job. Mm-hmm. It, it just worked out. I survived the pandemic. Remember, I told you, me surviving the pandemic with you being closed up in the house with you all the time made me realize that oh my god like even with this i i still didn't want to leave you yeah what's the point of like going anywhere mm-hmm. marry me yeah like, <laughs> here it is it take, makes sense. take this damn ring <laughs> yeah yeah and, and i took the damn ring you took it so thank you <laughs> thank you for it yes oh but i mean beyond that from the time that we moved in and then we said, I do, to up to now, a lot has changed. Mm, <laughs> like, a lot. We've been through some. Been through... It hits. It hits you really hard. So and... I would say the, the I, I've noticed and highlighted the wife aspect of you, the real strong wife aspect of you, came out of when I was in the academy. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. And I don't want to live on that too hard. You know, I, I, when I, in being in the academy, there's New York, Chicago, LA and Houston. Those are probably the four hardest fire academies in the US. And anybody will tell you that. Because of course New York and Chicago, they they you gotta be a soldier. Yeah. But Houston, you gotta have some you anybody that graduates from any of those four academies, you you're a dog. I don't care if you scapegoat through. There's cause you can't scapegoat through it. If you found a way to weasel your way through, you you are a dog for beating the system. Yeah. If you got out of those academies, you a dog. Cause I came home arm about to fall off my body leg about to fall off my body my brain i had my i've never had a migraine before i had migraines three times Mm -hmm. when i was in the academy and i actually went to the doctor for one of them secretly and he was like no you're just stressed yeah (laughs) i came home stressed i came home with failing grades i came home with passing grades and then i came home crying that went i'd never cried in front of you ever and when i failed my state exam yeah i I, that whole hour before we went to the store, I, I kept it so strong. He was like, it's okay, baby. We'll just take it again. It's all right. I was, I was like, yeah, yeah, you're good. And right when you unlocked the door, ready to go, I just like dropped everything. I just like fell to the ground crying. I know. And that was your first time. I'm like, oh my God. Ever seen you cry. But through it all, you like was the one that you're not quitting today. You're not going to turn your two weeks. No- you're not going to turn your, your quitting uh, notice in. You're not going to turn your badge in. You're going 
to go. You're going to be good. You're going to do great. I'm going to help you study when you come home. And you did it through the full year that I was in there. Yeah. I think that was a testament to like, oh, yeah, I'm going to marry you so hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm marrying the hell out of you. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, speaking of the be the marry, we're going to wrap. <laughs> so next week you'll be able to tune in and we're going to talk about kind of like what has led up to us being here now. So lots of changes have happened. And there's been huge transitions in our life. And I think that throughout the lessons that we've learned during this time, it's just been, it's been a rocky, rocky ride. Crazy. Like, yeah, it's been pretty rocky. But through all the rockiness, there's always, you know, the little flowers that bloom between the rocks. So come on this journey with us, guys. And uh, it's, it's going to be fun. It's always going to be real. And uh, we're just here to get it together. So as always, yes, sir. So we will see you guys next week. And give me a fake kiss for the camera. Give me a fake kiss. For the ah, okay. Oh my god. Why are you looking? Like, I don't want it no more. Why you look like that? <laughs> are we gonna? <laughs> that, was, that was the fakest kiss. That was like that those was... weird kisses that people do. Because you know they do day, on their camera. And they'd be they like, like, you just it. know they're arguing off camera. You just know they're. Oh my god. And I was like, give me a fake kiss. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for getting it together with us. Please be sure to tune in. And you can always find me on Instagram at Megan.Janet. You can find me on Instagram at... No, that is not my Instagram name. My name is Dr. Megan Harris on Instagram. Oh, then you're telling me no. I was like, what are you telling I was me? telling them. I changed Oh, you yeah. changed it. Yeah, because <laughs> mine is at Greg K. Harris. Jr. Yes. Yeah. And then yeah. hit us up at Get It Together as well. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. All right, now.